Hey there, Friday Night Movie fans. Welcome to a special South by Southwest episode of the Friday Night Movie podcast. In this episode, Allie and I got to sit down with the amazing cast and directors of the film Sissy. Um, they were Aisha D., the lead actor who plays Sissy, Hannah Barlow and Kane Sennis, who were the directors, and Hannah also played one of the characters, then Emily DeMargariti and Lucy Barrett, who are also part of the cast and fantastic. We loved sitting down with them. Can't wait for you to listen to this episode. Also, make sure to follow Friday Night Movie at Friday Night Movie, as well as FridayNightMoviePod.com, and thanks for listening. Here we are, and welcome to the Friday Night Movie Podcast, South by Southwest special. We are here with the incredible cast as well as directors of Sissy, which Allie and I watched last night. Allie, what did you think of Sissy? I mean, I only saw like three quarters of it because I was definitely hiding under a pillow for a good... I mean, there was multiple scenes where I was just... "Ah!" But it was amazing, y'all. It was incredible. Yeah, this is incredible. And I assume there's already immense buzz here. But we are... uh, We have different relationships with horror in our family and the podcasts. I'm more of a horror comedy guy. My sister, who lives in Spain, married a a family that is deeply connected to graphic horror. And and so... We all have different reactions to these things, but uh, when a movie is looks and is acted as beautifully as this movie, I think no matter how you feel about horror, you are going to be sucked into this right away. So, I'm going to start at the beginning, which is with Asia, with this shot of your of your face and this social media message that you're giving, this loving message you're giving, uh, and the film focuses on the, the, your breath and your voice and your facial expressions, all of these things. And at di- from that first moment all the way through the very end, I feel like we're on a, we're like on a, a, a boat or something and that's the rudder. And every time we see you breathe or see you speak or see your eyes look somewhere, it's like, uh, what, what are we supposed to feel now? So my que- the opening question really is, I mean, it's to Asia, it's also to our directors here. How was, uh, how, what was the experience of constructing that, of, of, of building something that felt so intentional for the audience that we were being led by this magnificent performance? Yeah, I mean, go, go, please go. Because I feel like the, if you're saying start at the beginning, really like the beginning was with Hannah and Kane, you know. Well, I guess the movie's called Sissy, so it's, you know, it's one of those movies where it's named after the lead character, so that kind of suddenly makes it a point of view film in many ways. Um, the fact that, you know, um, not to sound pretentious, but just trying to subvert somewhat, I guess, the classic slasher formula, um, but in this case having, you know, who would traditionally be the antagonist as the protagonist, um, it just kind of gives... I guess it always gave us a real focus in the sense that, you know, we're in Sissy's shoes. This is her story. Um, and if, if you're gonna, if you're gonna, if you're gonna um, have any chance in hell at getting um, the audience to root for someone that kind of, you know, 
hard without giving away things. Like, are we doing Problematic. spoilers? You can do spoilers. With our show, you can do spoilers as okay. long as you're okay with the audience okay. getting well, let's it in just, the podcast. Well, let's, well, look, there's definitely, there's things in the trailer that obviously kind of make you maybe think that Sissy's comes somewhat unhinged at some point. But the things that happen in the film um, and that she's involved with, for you to keep rooting for her, you've got to, um, you got to like her. And in order to like her, I feel like you have to feel her, you know, like you have to kind of have an understanding of who she is as a person, not just um, the kind of role she performs within the genre. So that's, it's, it's like anything, it, even if it wasn't a horror, if it was just a drama um, or a comedy, it's just one of those films where we're in the shoes of a central character. And so I think starting on her face like that, that's, that's just, and, and like you so kindly said, um, that the character is like a kind of rudder. I think that's, yeah, that's the intention in the point of view storytelling, I guess. And that's, that's the way we're able to at least get people to root for someone like Sissy. Um, even though I'm sure Aisha will have something to say about that because I know she's fiercely defend, uh, d- defendant of the character, which she should be as, as the actor playing her. Um, <laughs> you? Ha- Hannah? I think he answered that question perfectly. In a really long-winded way. Yeah. Go on. <laughs> <laughs> as I do, as you guys know. You were great. Um, I think <laughs> we, <laughs> we definitely um, were inspired by Aronofsky. Uh, in terms of closeness, like staying close to oh, yeah. wow. the protagonist and kind of being in her anxiety, it was very important to really pull that off. So um, we had a lot of fun playing with that visually in the edit. Um, and we work with such good cameras that we could kind of punch in and get super close and get into oh, her head. The, the close-ups are, are hypnotizing. They I were... like the ones where they go up my nostrils. <laughs> <laughs> They're good. Um, so, uh, all right, Sissy, yeah. Aisha, um, or Sissy, comma, Aisha. <laughs> yeah. She, you know, from the trailer, you might think, oh, is she the final girl? Mm. Is she the bad guy? Like, what? which one is this? You've got to take us through that experience. How do you do that as an actor? You know... We had such a limited amount of time and resources to make this movie. Um, The fact that it was made at all in 2020 in Australia, like this indie movie that is honestly like, it's a weird movie, but it's fucking cool. Oh, sorry. It's cool. No, no, no. We're... we're Okay. Good. My sisters who are not here will be very proud. They they always say it's an explicit podcast. Okay. (laughs) Let us curse. Yeah. But like the fact, the fact that it was even getting made was I think a feat in itself um and so going into it i had my own personal stuff that i could bring to the table and then i had what was available to me on the day in the moment but like as far as being like let's have five takes and try it a different way every time we just didn't have the time we had one maybe two takes if i asked for it so a lot of the stuff that you see in the movie and i i have only seen a rough cut um a while ago so i don't really remember but I remember there being a lot of moments that were just happy accidents. Like I was driving a stick shift and I don't know how to drive a stick shift and <laughs> I stalled the car. Lucy's great at driving a stick shift, by the way. <laughs> we, 
We were very concerned when they let you drive, by the way. (laughs) She's not even invited to this part. Invited? Why is she the one driving? That's not what happens when you invite someone at the last minute. Because everyone's still drunk from the night before. They're all over the limit. That's fair. And they would rather Sissy be the one with the DUI. I was very concerned about you in that moment. I'm not going to lie. I was like, that's not right. She shouldn't be driving. That that definitely was something where in the edit we were like, how do we... um, Because that was a longer scene. That got condensed. How do we communicate why she's driving and... And I don't know, in some way, it just almost feels like the beginning of like the bullying in some yes. sense. It's like she's thrown into this position. Um, yeah, yeah. I think that's a really important, like, e- even if there was a different intention behind the scene, like, it caught me and I was like, wait, 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 this doesn't add up. Why is she driving? And, mm-hmm. and you think, like, you're right, that's the beginning when things start to, like, take a, take a turn. Mm-hmm. And so it, yeah. it's kind yeah. of like a, like a directional sign in the film of, like, we're about to take a mm-hmm. I mean, I, I, I'm a bad passenger. I like to drive, otherwise I get anxious. But I think... <laughs> me too. Yeah. I hate being I, I, I'd like to say that we did it on purpose where we made Aisha drive a stick shift in some, like... Du- <laughs> Twisted. Some, some, some di- directorial sleight of hand to get her anxious. But I think it's one of those things that was a happy accident where um, being a good actor, she was able to actually use that stuff. Um, and I think it plays into it, you know. Aisha sure. is like a one-take wonder as well. She <laughs> kind of nailed it because we really only had one or two takes. Yeah. You know, so... We're very lucky in that sense. Am I a good actor or am I insane? <laughs> Genius. <laughs> we don't know. <laughs> Both. Both. <laughs> so switching gears a little bit, um, this, Hannah, this question is for you and, and for Emily and for Aisha as well, really for everyone, but, but I'm interested for, in particular, your two characters. You know, we all have those relationships that are better left in the past and all kinds of relationships, mm-hmm. right? Friends, family, relationships. Some things are just left behind, better off behind you. So what, you know, what was the, the thinking, like what was your motivation in, in welcoming Sissy back into your life? Was it a benevolent thing? Was it a guilt thing? And, and do you think that like opening the door to the past is kind of what set all of these unravels in motion. Yeah, I would like to know. (laughs) (laughs) For those listening, that is Emily who plays Alex, who was in the movie, has a lot of issues with Sissy joining the party. (laughs) Why? Yeah, so like as a writer, um, I was exploring Emma, the the parts of me that are kind of a bad friend, like Mm. where I keep up relationships that I don't put a lot of effort into. Mm. And when I feel like I'm I'm also participating on the other end where I feel like people are maintaining relationships with me Mm. and we're not kind of addressing why we're still doing this. Mm. But also Emma is a perfect vehicle to explore the comparison anxiety in this movie. Um, It's that classic... Well, it's like Muriel's wedding, right? You bump into somebody in your past and it activates all of this trauma. Um, uh, Yeah, and I think, I personally think Emma is the real villain of the movie Mm. because she's not accountable for her actions and it leads to the demise of all the other characters. I just want you to know that this was Allie was all over that point the whole time. She goes, I think Emma's the bad guy. What yeah, the hell? I, I, I agree. Yeah. She's, She's just a like, real villain. And, and, and I think, and, and I'll, I want to bring back to, uh, I want to come back to, like, to Lucy here. <laughs> to Lucy. Thank you, by the way. You're all doing uh, a great job as <laughs> staff of the Friday Night Movie Podcast. <laughs> so, so Thanks, baby. Lucy, you play Fran, yes. who is the... Um, uh, 
partner to a spouse to be, bride to be, mm-hmm. uh, one of the two brides to be of Emma and uh, of Emma and Fran, also known as Frema, Frema. Which, which was Frema. Uh, yeah. which we had a really funny <laughs> moment where Ali says, "Frema, is that like a cool Australian saying?" <laughs> I said no. It, 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 it's like at our, it, it's like at our wedding when they called us Shally. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, um, so you you your character is really interesting because you are you're happy and you're excited for this way forward mm-hmm. in, in your life at this uh, with with your wife to be and you're and you're so excited uh, and, and clearly you love them but you are not on board with this choice and this distraction. No, absolutely not. But. I think as much as Fran is an anchor to Emma, I nearly just, I forgot your name, <laughs> to Emma, um, I think she, she's also in this scenario kind of just going with the flow. She doesn't really, like she, she tries to pull you up a couple of times, but she doesn't really have much agency in the situation. I do think she's the one out of the three um, who's the most empathetic towards Cecilia. Um, friend yeah it kind of just exists and like with high morals friend does seem to have a, a backbone that mm-hmm. other characters don't have she's very confident in who she is yeah oh, oh no well let's well, we've got to get it get around but I def- no no go on, go on i definitely think alex though has the most boundaries out of everyone though mm-hmm. right because everybody else is kind of enabling or a bit of a pushover. Sorry, Emma, but yeah. or Hannah, Emma. Like the dark hero of the movie. Yeah, everybody else is well, just kind of like letting it happen, and I'm there. That's what I want to know no about Alex. Right? Is is Alex when you're playing Alex, right? So uh, in your mind, are you playing Alex as a villain or a hero? No, I don't think villains think that they're villains, though, right? Oh, like, she's hurt. She's really, really hurt, and I think that that's important to remember as well when someone's. When someone comes across as like a bully, it's they've got a story and they've been hurt. And unfortunately, she had some traumatic things that happened in the past and that's just stayed with her. And she's a very loyal friend, though, to keep her there at yeah. the place. Like, I'm sorry. That is really nice. I said yes. Like, I said yes, all right? Yeah, yeah, especially, well, anyways, we don't, we don't want to spoil it. Okay. No, no spoilers, no spoilers. We don't have a ton of, oh, did you want to say? No, no, I, um... I was just going to add to that point about um, when we were talking about Fran and how she is the most empathetic. And I think, mm. I think in many ways for us, when we were just trying to structure, like at the writing um, stage, when we were trying to structure in what order do we uh, address these characters, slash spoilers if you haven't seen them, in which order do we kill them off? I mean, it's a slasher, that's fine. Yeah. We, we know some people are going to die. Um, it was kind of a discussion about like, well, who in many ways... Um, who should go first? Who deserves it more? Who deserves it the least? And I think there was a lot of discussion with Hannah and I about that order of things. Right. Um, I mean, obviously, Alex kind of, in a way, has to be the final girl uh, because we think she's crawling back to that. She's going to be the final girl. And then, obviously, we realize um, uh, there's a kind of another twist there. But I remember when we killed our friend um, in the writing, it was like almost like a bittersweet thing and it's it's a it's a rough death because she is the most empathetic and she kind of deserves it the least i think it also allowed time for like a beautiful contrast to build between um sissy and fran and like you said that uh, comparison anxiety um because i think there is like kind of a similarity there but like leaving fran to that moment it allowed them to kind of have this connection but contrast but even in the way that it it happens um I just am thinking about it now, and, and it, it's quite, well, whatever, we're doing spoilers now, let's just 
fucking do Let's it. Just tell you the whole movie. But even in, in, in the way, in the, even in the way that everything transpires, transpires, you can see that it's heartbreaking for Sissy as well. Like it's, I mean, it's been so long since I even like thought about this movie, but it's kind of coming back to me now. Um, but you can see that it's heartbreaking for her to have to do this. I remember you know, how she was so scared when my head was like. Sorry. Yeah, Aisha, I remember when we, we yeah. saw the prosthetic in real life and Aisha just like started crying. She was like, I can't look at that. Like, this is horrible. Yeah, you were heartbroken. So I guess the answer to the question is no, she's not a good actor. She is just insane. We're finding out. And I'm glad we're getting to the bottom of it. It's good. It's good for everyone. Okay, we are, we are going to wrap up. Um, uh, we, we like to have a little fun on the show. Uh, uh, okay. All right. Thank you. We're good? Okay, so we like the little fun on the show, as if you really were at our house. And uh, we play games. And this game is, we're going to do a truncated version out of respect for your time. It's called Buy, Rent, or Meh. It is the official rating system of our podcast. So if we love a movie, like Sissy, it's a buy. It's a buy. Bye, bye, bye. For sure. Sure, you say that to everyone. No, 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 no. That movie's really. (laughs) Well, put it this way, we don't say it when we don't mean it. How about that? Uh, A rent is. Everyone here old enough to have rented movies? I don't know. Definitely. Yeah. Okay, all right. It's still a blockbuster. We're very old. Yeah. Civic yeah. video, let's go. <laughs> okay, yeah. right. okay, and then meh can be whatever you mean, mean, mean it to be. But we're just going to focus on the buy right now. And I'm going to, we're going to, we, we, we went through intense research here. Of intense research here of other movies that feature bachelor and bachelorette parties. And we're going to put three out there. <laughs> and you get to pick which one you buy for, Ali phrase the best for where Sissy's going to, Oh, who's who's gonna actually? Who's Sissy gonna have the most fun with? Like, who's Sissy gonna like thrive with? Yeah. Okay. Where's Sissy living her best life? Lay it on. Lay them on. All right. So your options are The Hangover. Everyone's seen The Hangover, (laughs) right? Kai Vegas. Bridesmaids. Mm. And then this is personally embarrassing to admit for me because I don't know you all that well, but I have a love in my heart for the movie Mamma Mia. Does yes. anyone remember oh. the part? Yes. yes. With the hen night, right? Yes. And the, oh, brilliant. Okay. Thank you. I love that. So, so in terms of like buy, rent, meh, those three movies, Bridesmaids, Hangover, Mamma Mia, like where is Sissy having her best life? Like, but what is her best life? Is that killing? I don't, well, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> we just want to know, we want to know where she's going to thrive. Maybe what not. that means is up to you. Pick one, buy it, give us a little justification. I'm going to say Mamma Mia. Oh, go for it. Go for it. Because I just, I think she looks at the world with such wonderment because she spends so much time inside. So when she comes out into like the hen's night and the karaoke, like her eyes, I just remember Aisha's eyes watching the karaoke. I think if she was on Mamma Mia, all the musical scenes would just be (laughs) like wonderment. It's the Disneyfication that we talked about. (laughs) Sissy the musical. Sissy the musical. Let's go. Sissy the musical. All right. Okay. We, um, we got to go. So anyone else want to give us there? I think, well, I, I, I just, I don't know. I mean, is like Sissy going to have a fun time with like Bradley Cooper and all the dudes no, in the hangover? I mean, yeah. maybe more than the girls though. I think so she's like playing oh, with Rose Byrne's mind. I think <laughs> Rose Byrne becomes her pet and like they're just in a cycle of like toxic destruction. <laughs> Wait, that's even better than anything I could have imagined. <laughs> Some, yeah. Can Rose you pitch Byrne. that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. With a giant cookie just like slowly yeah. waterboarding her. Well, that, 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 <laughs> relationship in bridesmaids is was like it's was definitely similar. an inspiration for us mm-hmm. with yeah. with that trifecta yeah. of well wow. the foursome i guess yeah. yeah characters you know yeah mm. now i'm even more terrified of bridesmaids all right well <laughs> thank you so much to well. 
Aisha D, Lucy Barrett, Emily DeMargarita, Hannah Barlow, and Kane Stennis, who made a phenomenally scary, fun, intelligent, and beautifully shot film that everyone has to go check out in Sissy. Thank you so much. Aw, thank you so much, guys. Thanks, Shelly. You have been listening to a special South by Southwest episode of the Friday Night Movie Podcast. Remember to follow us at Fry Night Movie on Twitter and Instagram and FridayNightMoviePod.com. Our theme music is by What Does It Eat? And thanks for listening. 